If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and talk about them. My name is Luke Condor, that's with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Arrington. And our other pretty regular co-host, uh, Mr. Oh, this is a new bit for me, Andy yeah. Conduit Turner. Oh, I should get a shorter name. Yeah, I'm good. Where does Conduit come from? Like, um, That's my wife's half of the name. Um, okay. I have to spell that for people whenever we're booking something. So it's like C-O-N-D-U-I-T, Turner. Yeah. <laughs> Start to spell the next bit. They go, oh, no, I get it. I can spell. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> well, I, I have to say kind of a K, because even if I say kind of a K, people will write with a C. And I'll say, I said with a K. But you have to do conduit with a C, you know, and then D-U-I-T. Yeah. 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 Whereabouts in the world is it from then? Do you know? Um, I think, I'm checking on my wife's history. Um, Irish? Originally, it's like a French name, yeah. but... um. They're from Swindon, so. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, what are you guys up to? Have you seen anything good? Done anything? Done some stuff. Yeah, yeah this and that. Um, apart from watching this week's film, um, I saw the good folks at Xbox were giving away a free horror-related game um, nice. this morning. So I downloaded that. It's called Clash of the Monsters. It's um, all your classic Hammer Horror Monsters having a little bit of a fight. Um, fight. Like a beat yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> I think I think I've seen this. It looks it looks it looks kind of dreadful. Yeah, it's janky as hell. But um, you know what? The price the price was right. Was the price zero? Yeah, the price was zero. Yeah. Did you, uh, yeah. did you ever finish Doki Doki Literature Club? I haven't gone back to it yet. Um, I haven't got round to it, but I will. I am going to finish it. But I um, I picked up a new game the other day. That that really sort of eighties looking one. Is it called Crossing Souls? I think it's on Steam. Just came out like last week. It's like sure. uh, it's like an 80s style, um, you know, very Stranger Things and so on. 
but um sort of like an actiony platformer slash puzzly thing looks really really good the visuals are awesome like loads of like 80s throwbacks so um looking forward to getting into that have you seen any films oh you've not seen you've just seen this one that we're talking about today oh and i saw black panther last night not horror related uh, okay yeah. Oh, yeah but it was good yeah me too yeah oh i haven't seen what it did you, what did you think? But, uh... i think it was pretty great like i do understand the love for it the only thing i kind of was a little bit disappointed by but i, I think such a great cast of characters everyone's got something interesting to do Everyone's got something interesting to say, except Black Panther. I find yeah, him, too, yeah. when he's surrounded by so many interesting characters, I think he really suffers. Mm. And because he's a bit like, he's like the strong silent type. And after a while, I was thinking, I like the bad guy. But in, in Civil War, <laughs> Black Panther, I thought, really stood out. Because it just seemed really interesting. Exactly, exactly. He did. But I think when compared to so many other interesting characters yeah. um he kind of he did kind of suffer he especially like a, a really bit. he fades a bit especially against like a really strong villain and it's some like, like really killmonger, killmonger yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a, another villain who you kind of understand his reasoning just the same as you did with vulture and spider-man homecoming yeah so i hope but they he's still kind of just like the same as the hero which obviously marvel do a lot don't they yeah just like, like the, the, the same the mirrored image. Basically, yeah, basically yeah. it's like the same guy in a different suit. Yeah, different colour suit. I've heard um so I saw someone tweeting, I was trying to avoid spoilers, but I saw someone put that there was one line at the end that Killmonger said that kind of was perfectly yeah. said or kind of oh, yeah. the line. His his final line his final line of the film, yeah. sorry, I'm not trying to spoil anything, yeah, is like wow. That's what I felt anyway. I was yeah. like, wow, that's a that's a line. You know what I mean? That is a line. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's a line right there. <laughs> it is. It is a line. Yeah. But uh, so, have you seen? Dialogue. Have you seen Creed? Because I remember watching that, and that's also Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. And there's a line in that again, and I was like floored by just one sentence he said because it's kind to of built fair, up. Yeah. I've not actually seen Creed or oh, Fruitvale Station, that's but to one. be fair, almost everything Killmonger said, I was kind of on board with. I mean. He's not a good guy at all, but at yeah, the same he's a bad time, bloke, I was thinking, but he's got he's a, a point. Like he's a bad Magneto. Bloke. He's yeah. He's he's yeah, just going exactly. the wrong way about it. Hmm. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um, I watched the uh, Big Trouble in Little China for the first time in. Oh, yeah. the first time in ever, or I don't know. It, it must have been a really long time because I only really kind of vaguely remember it. I was like ten minutes in, and then the lightning dude show up, and I was like, I have no idea what's happening. It's, but it's okay. It's just bonkers. Such an insane film. Yeah. I think the last time I saw it was probably about uh, maybe a year or so ago. And like, I don't know, like, I, I think this time before that had been like well over like 15 years and it didn't age that well for me. It's definitely not my favourite John Carpenter film by a, by a long Yeah, long... it is other people's favourite. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of like how it is just completely bonkers. But um, at the same time, I was like, uh, this is bonkers. <laughs> like, it's the, it's yeah. the best thing about it and the worst thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't. <clears throat> um, any, anything else? Do you watch anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's, I turned 30 on Saturday, so I've just been kind of um, drinking. Oh, yeah. And, we, and can't just brush over that. we can't just brush over that, Luke. Happy birthday for the yeah, other day. Thank I you thought you were going to pull a cake out then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately not. 
Yeah. That'd be weird if I just bought you a cake to eat myself. <laughs> I'm gonna blow the candles out. Yeah. Oh, you're not. You don't want a slice. Oh, I'll have yours then. <laughs> I'll have yours then. Yes. You saved you save it for me. And, uh, oh yeah. You were horribly, you got, you were horribly drunk, didn't you? Did oh you yeah. Run yeah. down. The, did you run down the street naked? No, not with thirty written on you in sharpie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, but I just um. I never planned to get that drunk, but I just kept. That's what they all say. Just kept drinking. Uh, for some reason, I um, had like a lime and I was like convinced that I was going to have like a slice of lime with every single drink. And I used like the sharpest knife we've got and I was really drunk. So I kept cutting my fingers. With, like, it's just like this knife is so sharp. Just a tiny little cut will like take a layer of skin off. And the lime juice kept getting in my finger. But yeah, it's, there's blood everywhere. The morning after, uh, my, my phone, <laughs> it was a horror hangout. Um, the morning after when I woke up, my phone was covered in dried blood where I'd been obviously been like bleeding and using it and... Uh, and not really thinking about it too much. Interesting. And now I've got nine Horrible. fingers. Do you feel thirty though? I felt thirty for a while. Oh. I felt I felt like uh, the last five years I've been thirty and my age has just been like catching up. Wow. Yeah. Physically, yeah. I mean, you're like you're running and stuff. That's not something a elderly man does. Yeah. You can't but, be feeling that old. But I've got no hair, so it's like. <laughs> Can't be that young and have no. Got hair. some hair. There's like a peach fuzz on your head. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So today. Yeah. So what on. did I watch? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I said Black Panther. It yeah. was Valentine's week, so I watched like the films I usually watch around Valentine's Day, which oh, is yeah. obviously a such a commercial holiday, but still makes me feel the love. So I watched. Uh, Two of my two of my favourites. Two of my favourite, obviously not horror related at all. But I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind mm. and Five Hundred Days of Summer, which I think are oh, two. Man. Those two films are really so good. They're great. That's films. a good double bill, right? Yeah, that's a great double bill. I did actually. It was, I did have a precursor, which I watched The Lobster just before that, which is like a weird sort of like. Um, it's by the guy who made Dogtooth and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That of a recent one. How to Kill a Sacred yeah. Deer. So I mean, it was it was it was really really strange, but I I, I think I kind of liked it. So it's like Colin Farrell basically goes through a breakup and has like forty eight days to find a partner, but otherwise he gets turned into an animal. I've had so many people say that that is the exact film that I would like. It's like it's kind of like tailor made to me. I've just never, yeah, never been. Yeah, really I'd, I'd say that. I'd I'd say that definitely. Love um, a film yeah, with some a time limit. Love a film where someone yeah. might turn into an animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's sort of like in a weird dystopian future and Colin Farrell is just like he's just I mean he's just magnetic in it. It was, it was great. But yeah, really strange but in a in a good way. But yeah, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless, Spotless Mind and 500 Days of Summer are two films yeah. which like in terms of concept, it's not too out there, but the way it's kind of like all the cinematography and all the different all the different styles of everything and the performances are all great so eternal sunshine although it's not really like a horror film at all there's some ideas in that that i find quite horrifying anything yeah. anything to do with memory and that kind of thing really sort yeah. of scares me yeah definitely and it's kind of like yeah it's, i think that, it's one of jim carrey's best oh yeah yeah um i like it when he does that kind of more serious role like yeah. less kind of more withdrawn but when you know there's a bits where he's kind of pulls someone around in his memory and he's got no face everything yeah. keeps flipping back and forth yeah yeah it's, really, it's, it's really when he's like running running through various memories trying to trying to save um yeah. sort of kate winslet's character from getting deleted yeah it's quite like you think if it was kind of flipped on its head and it had a different soundtrack um it could it, i mean it's a bit horrific well I, I, all of like charlie kaufman's films have a sort of 
a humor. It's like a Kafkaesque sort of horror. So it's like humorous in the situation, but it is kind of horrific to, if you were in that situation yeah. yourself. Like, uh, have you seen um, Benjamin Malkovich? The idea of yep. finding a yes. yeah. a anal sort of tunnel that sort of goes into <laughs> John Malkovich. Yeah. Malkovich. Yeah. Um, Synecdoche, New York. Have you seen that one? Yeah, no. I have seen that one, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Not many people though, are, but I thought it was no, amazing. No, it, it is. I mean, it is a tough, it is a tough watch, isn't it? Yeah. I think I maybe watched it on a Saturday night once, and I was like, "What's fucking going on?" Yeah, yeah. Um, a bit too intense for me. Then adaptation, which had a monster in this. If you read the screenplay, it ended with like a big monster attacking everyone. Um, so yeah, it's fancy horror. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I did watch a little bit of something else. I watched a bit of something called The Dark Backward. Which no one, I've never heard of it. Um, it's it was just on Amazon Prime, and it was a. I saw it had a, on the poster had like a picture of um, Judd Nelson. He looked like Neil Hamburger. Have you ever seen that comedian Neil Neil Hamburger? Like big glasses, mm-hmm. greasy hair. I recognize, I recognize the name Neil Hamburger. Yeah, I'm very. I wonder if Neil Hamburger stole. Uh, the story. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so there's a guy. It's about. It's a really weird, post-apocalyptic dystopian. Um, again, like sort of Kaufman Kafkaesque sort of idea about a comedian who grows is like a terrible comedian. He grows. A, it's got Bill Paxton in it as well. His friend Bill Paxton is amazing. Um, this comedian grows a third arm out of his back, and suddenly people start finding him funny. It's it's insane. But there's a bit of um, he goes to a hospital uh, to get someone to look, the doctor to look at his back, and there's like a little baby arm at that point coming out of his back. And the doctor's just putting like a little plaster on it and saying, like, I'm busy, you can't come to me, like little scratches and stuff. And it's a fucking little baby's hand coming out of his Puts a little plaster on it. <laughs> just put a little plaster on it, that, that go away. Yeah, but that's, that's a weird one. I've only made it halfway through because it's, it's pretty uh, bonkers, but it's free on Amazon Prime, so check it out. Oh, yes. Cool. Uh, so the film we're talking about tonight... Wasn't one I was particularly looking forward to, but I will say I did quite enjoy it actually. Oh, he's on board. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, how long? How long is it until we've got to watch Jaws? Uh, I think it's another eight movies or so in. Because that would have been an interesting double bill, I think. Yeah, yeah. Not for the same episode, but like for back-to-back episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Ben, you brought this one up. You wanted to watch this one is a special special yeah entry. i think I, I think when maybe when andy mentioned about the sequel did you mention about the sequel or if we maybe think, you tweeted about the sequel i think i i saw it on facebook or twitter or something like that i yeah. knew i knew the and time that, was right and that kind of set me off because this is a film that i kind of watch like probably not every year but like every couple of years yeah because it's just it's one of those films you know it's one of those films you know when you bond with certain people over certain films yeah i like bonded with my mum over this film so like we kind of go if this, this is a kind of film also, if it's on TV, I will settle in and watch it. Yeah. No matter what part of the film it's at. And I only do that with probably like two other films. So, I mean, that's, that says something of Deep, yeah, of Deep Blue Sea. I haven't even mentioned the film name yet, but there Deep we go. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think I've seen it twice. Um, I could only remember the Samuel L. Jackson speech, which we'll talk about, because I'll, how could you ever forget that yeah and also ll cool j getting stuck climbing out of an oven and i I didn't remember anything else and i was just like thinking in my mind i had you know the guys who made 13 ghosts i kind of had i thought it was gonna be like a second tier version of like that sort of big budget ish sort of horror but like sharks i've never been a big shark movie fan 
But this this movie is um, it's, it's like comfort food. It's like you could just sort of put it <laughs> yeah. on and like laugh along at the mentalness of it. All. I think it's pretty scary as well. I do think it's pretty scary. Maybe it's just because I'm scared of yeah. like the sea and sharks and stuff, but it scares me. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, yeah. like, it'll always be. In a, it's kind of thing. If you end up in open water and you can't touch the floor, I always kind of this pops into my head: deep blue sea, which is horrible. Do you like before jewels as well? Because I get kind of freaked out. Yeah. If I go in the water, yeah, I get a bit freaked like, out. I couldn't see fish and stuff. I, get, I have to get out. I get the fuck yeah. away from me. No, I get a bit freaked out, especially yeah. when like something touches your feet. Just like Jesus. Yeah. You're gonna get... Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we normally talk, well, Empire normally have like a bit to say about uh, the films that we do, and I found this review from Empire. It says Deep Blue Sea is about giant sharks eating people, and that's exactly what you get, and that's uh, pretty spot on. And go away with words, those guys at Empire. <laughs> so Andy, what's, so what, your, what, what's your history? So what year, what year did? Sorry, go. Nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should I do a brief synopsis? Yeah, yeah, go for you. Go on, do it. So, it's a 1999 American science fiction horror film directed by Rennie Harlan. Um, so, basically, it's about set on an under, isolated underwater facility. The film follows a team of scientists and their research on mako sharks to help fight Alzheimer's disease. Uh, situation plunges into chaos when multiple genetically engineered sharks go on a rampage and flood the facility. Well, the, did the sharks flood the facility? Well, I guess they kind of do a bit, yeah. Yeah, I think it's their idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, the sharks bloody made made this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this moment. This is a uh, got fifty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, five point eight out of ten on IMDb. So you know the critic consensus isn't great, but then like when we ask like the horror hangout group, Johan says this is just some amazing BS. So many baffling choices, but works so well. It ain't all great, but when it hits, it is gold. Best part is the Sam Samuel Jackson speech. With a surprisingly ironic ending, Michael says, "No way! One of the best shark movies ever made." LL Cool J is a chef with a pet monkey. Um, means bird. Sharks going backwards. <laughs> Sam Love Jackson. It's movie magic. And then John Connolly says, "This movie is a popcorn classic." The stretcher in the shark pen scene still gives me shivers. So people, like our people, obviously love it. Like one of their fa- like this is probably the best reaction we've got to any it's movie we put on. There. I think this film is pretty iconic. I've always felt there's so there's so many iconic moments in this. I mean, ridiculous. B movie level crap sometimes, yeah. but some of it's just so it's like inspired. Considering it's got one of the most like the least sorry one of the least charismatic leads like of any film I can think of. <laughs> it's still like such a great ride. Wait, so who do you think the lead is? Because well, I, well, I suppose was... there's two. I suppose, yeah. I suppose you've got Thomas Jane and Saffron Burrows, but just from just the fact that Saffron Burrows is on the poster. I'm gonna call it a lead. Yeah, but she's no, she's she's so annoying. There are no redeemable qualities to her whatsoever. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Sometimes There's... give someone like a sour answer about something. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like so. Ah, oh, it's just so annoying. I just think, God, if she wasn't in this film, yeah, it would be. I think it'd be yeah, quite a lot better. This quite a lot better. But if she wasn't in this film, this movie wouldn't happen because like every bad thing that happens in this film, every bad decision is her decision. Like just, yeah, all just her fault. It, it is she all her Samuel, Samuel Jackson Samuel should have just been the lead. There. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I've got some trivia, but like Dan Butcher already sort of blew it on the um in the horror hangout group. Yeah, I, I did see I did see that, and I had heard that before. So yeah, right. I guess we'll discuss this. So she was that she was the lead, um, originally the, the woman, 
But then when they found out everyone liked LL Cool J instead, they cut out a lot of her redeeming scenes <laughs> oh, yeah. to make her more like the villain. Because I think he was, he was like, she's more of a, a Frankenstein, a Dr. Frankenstein sort of character rather than the, the hero. But they still use her in the posters and that. And also... Oh, you, you got them printed, haven't you? So. <laughs> yeah, good point. The main, the main poster is bizarre. Like, let's just discuss the main poster a second. Saffron Burrows is wandering in, like, what looks like, like, kind of waist-deep water. I mean, she's definitely not swimming. She's definitely walking in this water. And there's a shark behind her who's, like, yeah. looming over her. At least three times the size of the, <laughs> shark, shark head. of the shark in the film. And it's, like, coming towards her, like, furiously... But she's kind of just like gazing off into the middle distance, looking kind of unbothered. Well, now it's you just... brought it up. Um, when you guys first put this poster on the um, on the Facebook page this afternoon, I thought that is going to be the best once you photoshopped our faces. Oh that yeah, man. how good is it going to look? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's going to be like we're all what, going for a lovely little I, I also don't like on the poster how like the title of the film and the tagline are kind of like in the same font. So you're like, what's the title? Is is because if the film was called Bigger, Smarter, Faster, Meaner, Deep I mean, Blue Sea. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. I mean, which which one's which? Like, it needs to be bigger. It needs to be like red or something. I don't know. We're just just getting the post trip now. But um, well, is is, awesome. is is that one I put on the Horizon Group? The main one is that like the main poster? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I'm pretty I sure. So. Yeah, she looked. I don't understand where she looks like she's standing on the back of a shark without knowing it. Or she's like surfing on, surfing on a shark. <laughs> There's like, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. I mean, I always find really over-edited film posters are a bit annoying anyway. But this is just, yeah, yeah. There's like a DVD cover which has got Thomas Jane sort of like aiming the harpoon thing, sort of, and that looks that looks good. See, I thought Thomas Jane was the lead. Like when I was watching this film, I was like, he's the lead character. Yeah, I just kind of thought all the other characters were. It's funny because they do say one of the characters says about the Tom Jane character, "Oh, this guy, he hardly ever says anything, just like grunts and stuff." He doesn't shut up. Yeah, like he talks he more than up, no. any other character. Yeah. It's all chat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, Andy, what's what's your history with this film? Have you um, how, many, how many times have you seen this before? Yeah, I think I saw it at the cinema like way back because and see any odd shit like to get out of the house but um after that i had it i don't think i ever had it on dvd but it was one like ben i'd see it when it was on tv and you'd watch it it was a proper like it's nine o'clock it's channel five on like a thursday and it's on i used to watch you know if it's everyone then i'd watch it and then um i think i tweeted you guys i was round town picking up my wife a birthday present for end of this week and i just popped into the computer exchange and what did i see for 50 pence 50 pence. 50 so pence. Yeah. <laughs> Did it work? Because yeah. every time I get stuff from CEX, 50 yeah. pence time they don't actually work. Yeah, it was uh, it was bang on. It's uh, it it made it all the way through. So um, yeah. So yeah, I was able to enjoy that film again. I think I've already had my money's worth, but now I've got it to keep. Is there any special like features? Um, I was hoping for a director's commentary. I thought, oh, I'll watch it through. I'll get I'll get really up on my uh, there is on my a commentary trivia. Then. I think there's some commentary on the extra. Maybe I've got a, a rubbish version of the thing. There, there are some special features, and I think there might be some commentary on the deleted scenes. Well, yeah, when I, I was re- when I was reading some stuff about this film, I heard that there was a commentary out there that's good, but I'm not sure if it's an official one or what. I'll have to do some do some research into that. I suppose it's an official one. 
I don't know this becomes the film we've researched the most. Yeah. <laughs> really get into Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> this, uh, this director, um, what else has he done? Rene, what's his name? Rene something. Harmil. Um, he, Rene, Rene Harlan. So yeah. he's directed. Um, Where's he director? Ah, oh, quite, quite a lot. So he directed Die Hard 2, Cliffhanger, yeah. Cutthroat oh. Island, Long, Long Kiss. Long Kiss Goodnight. That's quite a good cliffhanger. That's quite a good. Okay. He's, yeah. He's knocking out all the nineties, the nineties classics. Yeah. Cliffhanger. He, he also did Exorcist: The Beginning, which was a bit iffy. He also did uh, Twelve Rounds with John Cena. Interesting. So, should we jump into the uh, the nitty gritty of the plot? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, key players: Thomas Jane, who. There's a dude called Carter. He's a, a diver. <laughs> He's a shark wrangler, which is exactly as it sounds. Yeah, that's a thing. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Saffron Burrows, who was apparently meant to be the lead character, who plays Doctor Susan McAllister. She, um, this is her experiment. This is all her. She wants to save the world from. Um, I was going to say alopecia, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alzheimer's. How would sharks help with that? But... <laughs> sharks never go bald. Yeah, it's true. exactly. It's yeah. True. They have exactly the same amount of hair when they're born as when they die. <laughs> Simon L. Jackson, um, maybe his best role ever. I don't know. Russell Franklin, he's the uh, the guy who's funding it all. He's the uh, uh, Mr. Moneybags. Jacqueline McKenzie, uh, I think she's a bit of a, kind of a throwaway character. Plays one of the doctors who. Um, <laughs> she's, she's a bit. I find plays... her a bit annoying. Yeah, yeah, disposable person one. Yeah, yeah. She's like Stellan Skarsgård's like girlfriend, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Stellan Skarsgård plays Jim Whitlock, who is a doctor. He's a smoker. He's a bit grumpy, and that's about all we're going to get from that character throughout the entire film. I don't think he says more than like one or two lines. <laughs> he's supposed to be like a genius, isn't he? But the first time we see him, he's actually pissing into the wind. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's exactly. <laughs> that's what I remember. Him, pissing into the wind. Michael Rapaport. Um, who, from the name I, I don't recognize, him, but he, he's got one of those faces. I think he's popped up in a lot of stuff around the nineties. Yeah, he's been in he's been in like Friends as yeah. like a boyfriend and like quite a few sort of nineties things. He, he was Phoebe's he's, boyfriend, the policeman. Yeah, that's true. Now he's like an angry, an angry like social media personality. All I ever see is like videos of him just like ranting about stuff. But yeah, he's been in he's been in quite a few things like Hitch. Um, yeah, like Doctor Doolittle, I think he was in as well. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, he plays a guy called Tom Scoggins, who is some sort of genius. Um, he just knows a lot of shit about shit, doesn't he, really? Yeah. How many tons can this take? He just knows it all. he got all the yeah. stats. Yeah. He's done his research, yeah. old mate. Yeah. Weirdly, the, like, the last character on, on here that's credited is LL Cool J, who plays a character called Preacher, who apparently is everyone's favourite character, but he appears to be in a different movie for most of the film. Like he's yeah. completely separate to everyone until yeah. until it just works out just right that he's gonna. He's in the lower deck. The he just turns up at the end, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Here's a que- here's a question for you. How yeah. old would you say LL Cool J is now? Was it? Uh, that was twenty years ago. So fifty one. Fifty one. He's fifty years old. You're incredibly oh. close there, Luke Gondo. Yeah. I'm a Scoggins when it comes to. <laughs> <actors ages. laughs> You're a Scoggins. You know <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so uh, I'm trying to remember how the film starts. Oh yeah, it starts like pretty much like with a Jawsy sort of idea with some people getting drunk. And I think I was I was writing my notes here and then the first bit when the, the red wine falls into the yeah. Yeah. into the water, I wrote metaphor in big letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Ted little teddy bear gets dropped into the water as well, yeah. floating all the way down. That was quite sinister. Yeah. But these are like these people, like there's like what is it like two couples? Yeah. yeah. Oh well they're they're just awful, aren't they? They're just like dancing and kinda like flirting my, and kissing. I accidentally had the subtitles on. They're not. They're not saying anything that makes sense. <laughs> like the sentences are like one person says like music, yeah, and the other person says I didn't go to there. Like they don't really make. I think they just kind of like put stuff together just to sort of get, you know, some random scenery going on. But they're, um, they're just trying to get laid, man. Yeah, they're just trying yeah. to get laid. They got something for the talking. And then they get where? So where is Aquatica, the place where they do all these? experiment meant to be because I was, I was in the present, it looks like, like in the quite middle. a flight doesn't it yeah, yeah in the middle of the sea looks, so who looks where like they, quite a flight where are these uh sexy party goers coming from like how far are they going on for like these little Dep- depends out because obviously one of the sharks has escaped the facility so it depends how far the shark's gone yeah being tracked being tracked he's gone by straight Mr. for shark, he's right? gone straight for like the party coast he's gone yeah. right I've escaped I'm getting in that reminds you though like if you think about this situation been a while since i was a teenager i don't know about you guys did you put that much effort in you go on a date right guys out to sea get yeah. the wine <laughs> i'll be like i ain't got time for that down the park with a bottle of white lightning yeah yeah, yeah. if you're gonna really happen. gonna push the boat out get white lightning and a can of foster so you can make snake bite <laughs> <laughs> if you're really gonna push the boat out yeah or a bottle of the cheapest vodka paint strip <laughs> yeah yeah um if you really like it get like some snacks as well I ain't got time for that, Andy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> this is madness. I'm not made of money. <laughs> so the shark is, apparently likes the taste of wine. Starts yeah. to... Uh, He's a real snob when he comes to it, though. He's like, that's a terrible year. What yeah. an awful <laughs> yield that year. <laughs> <laughs> Blue nun, get in the fucking sea, kids. Eat yeah. you. Get in the sea. <laughs> I starts... mean, like, these, these, these sharks, though, like the Mako sharks, yeah. like... It's, it, their teeth are terrifying. I think that's yeah. one thing that's like horrible about the these teeth. Kind ones of like come out they of got the bendy mouth. teeth, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting that they didn't use great whites for this shark uh, for this film, though. You think that would have been too jawsy? I don't know, but like I don't know if if they're like sort of um, what a genetic genetically engineered sharks. They could yeah. they could have done anything really. They could have had a shark with like twelve fins on it. Yeah. I guess <laughs> great white sharks have got a better union. You probably have to pay them more. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like great white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, uh, why is why is this? <laughs> this mako shark starts attacking this boat, like shoving its nose against the bottom of the boat until it breaks through. Um, it's a great hit, isn't it? He knocks them all in the sea with yeah. a single with a single knot, like the um. One of the yeah. girls gets like headbutted in the face. Her boyfriend reels back and <laughs> knocks them all in. They all fall in the sea in one fell swoop. Ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, as they're trying to get back in, I think there's an underwater shot of uh, some girl's bum <laughs> as the shark's coming towards her. It's going to pinch her right on the on the bottom. And then uh, Thomas Jane swoops in, starts harpooning some shark. 
Yeah, the shark Punisher. Yeah, there he comes. Yeah, wouldn't he kill the shark? Like I feel like harpoon went like straight, like double harpooned him, like right. Yeah, he's sort of, or something. It sort of double harpoons the shark, but then it just sort of gives up and goes, oh, "All right, you've caught me." It's yeah, fair. it doesn't move. Oh, he goes like completely like still. Yeah, he's like captured. Yeah. It's, oh. did, did he say anything, uh, Thomas Jane? Or does he? No, I think he just he just stares into the middle distance. Grunt. Gives uh, him a look, doesn't he? Yeah. I bloody gotcha. <laughs> Thomas Jane's got his hair nice and bleached for this, just to show us that how you know have a kind of a surfery um, boho look to him, I guess. Um, yeah. Thomas Jane, uh, what has he been in before? This? Is this like his first breakout action hero role? Um, obviously, what was Punisher like? Two thousand and five, something like that. I'd say something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure how the dates sync up. I'm not sure if this is before or after. But you only know him from like, yeah, this and the mist are the ones I know him from. Yeah, it'd be interesting yeah, to see so... who saw this and went, "This guy would be great for the Punisher." <laughs> so apparently, he was in the Thin Red Line, and Boogie Nights, and Face Off. Um, like, he must have had a must have had a small part in Face Off. Don't remember yeah, him that at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, interesting. So he's been in a few Hollywood things before, before that. Okay, and, and then so pun- uh, and, and then he was in Punisher, having a fight with Kevin Nash. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What did you think to the other Punisher film, Punisher Warzone? Ferg saw that got slated, and I really enjoyed it. Like it was that. pretty ridiculous, wasn't it? Didn't he like punch someone's face in? Yeah, that exactly. One. That's all I remember. He bazookaed a guy doing a somersault. <laughs> did he? <laughs> Mid somersault, yeah. a guy gets bazookaed. I don't remember that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So then um, uh, we cut to, uh, what's her name? The the woman, the doctor woman. Uh, she's trying to make a case to keep the the money coming in. She's she's talking to Samuel L. Jackson. So I noticed something very strange about this film. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's character has like a pet human man. Like in yeah. that scene, like he's got his arm around him. It's almost <laughs> like his pet cat, like his newer villain. He's just got his arm around him. And he, the guy didn't say anything. And it just sort it- of... <laughs> That was somebody. As I know, it was somebody. Yeah, but it was it's it was guy from Ronnie Robocop. Cox. Is that yeah. the guy from Robocop? Yeah, Robocop, Total Recall. <laughs> Why would you put him in your film and just have him there doing nothing or saying nothing? He charges that. It makes no words. sense. Yeah, I just I have, yeah. that scene would have worked perfectly well with just Samuel Jackson in that seat or stood up. It's it, weird because it cut to him and then he just looked, made like an uncomfortable sort of face and then cut away. <laughs> he must have said something in that scene and they've cut yeah. it out because. It's almost ridiculous having a minute. Yeah, but uh, so this the it starts with this. Um, if you think about who makes it out with the film as well, LL Cool J in, in his own little pet human. I feel like the uh, there's a sort of homoerotic interracial uh, foreshadowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> homoerotic interracial foreshadowing. I mean, we've discussed that many times in this podcast. Yeah, but uh, I'll, add it to, I'll add it to the tracker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she's trying to get. She's trying to say, "Don't take our money away, Samuel." Uh, what's his name? Ronnie Cox goes to say something, and he gets a little slap. Shut it. And then, um, wait. So what makes what makes Samuel say, "I'll give you give you a go"? Gives she makes a story, speech. doesn't she? Yeah. About about how shitty it is to have Alzheimer's, which is true. Yeah. But um, sort of get, gets him right in his big old Samuel L. Jackson heart and says. 
come out and have a come out and have a look. I know the shark has just escaped, and that won't change the fact. But yeah, come and have a come and have a nose. See what you reckon. Yeah, come and have a ganders. And then he cuts to them in the helicopter on the way to the thing, and he goes, "That was an impressive speech." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they hadn't spoke at all. <laughs> Basically, he just nodded and came along, waited for them to be like halfway through the journey, and he went. That was a depressive speech. <laughs> I mean, they probably had to be at the plane for. They had to be at the airport for a couple of hours before the plane took off. Got to check your bags. Yeah, in the right d- departure lounge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then they arrive at Aquatica, um, which the way they talk about it, I think they were going for the same like grandiosity that you get from Jurassic Park. You know, the sort of like scene with yeah. like, "Welcome to Aquatica," and then it just cuts to like a tiny room. <laughs> Yeah. Just like a tiny underwater room and some like uh, floating platforms. Yeah. Oh, this is where he says, "Oh, Alcatraz floats." Goes, well, <laughs> yeah. 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 So the original one did as well. That was an island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Aquatica, the the place where they're storing these sharks, uh, is a grid of alum- aluminium, uh, some <laughs> titanium cages. Um, it's quite deep. There's different floors. Uh, but we don't really get do you to work, see... Do you work for like... Are you trying to sell it to us? Are you yeah. To, well, can we, can we go there this summer, can you? Well, yeah, it's a bit wrecked at the moment. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah. As, uh, as old mate Scoggins will tell you, it's especially good for sharks because the mesh is uh, flexible like a net, so they can't get out. Wait, but they couldn't get out if it was solid, right? Oh, uh, because it's flexible. It, um, I don't know, I'm not Scoggins. <laughs> I never claim to be. <laughs> Okay. But um, that's why they can't get out. Titanium yeah. and flexible. So um, we get to introduce all the characters around this bit. Um, the the doctor who we said doesn't really have anything to do. This is the bit where she has a bit of something to do. She's like Samuel Jackson. This is this is him. That's her. Yeah, she's just like the she's just explaining everything and everyone. Yeah, and just yeah, that's her bit. Yeah, tour guide, tour guide, tour guide. For the rest of the film, yeah. you shall be crying and screaming, crying and screaming, not wanting to die. Yeah. So crying yeah, obviously, and screaming, we... not wanting to die, but not trying very hard to escape. No. <laughs> no. There is quite a funny bit here where obviously Thomas Jane's character is in the water, um, and is it a tiger shark or a bull shark or yeah. something? Oh yeah, it's got like a it's got like a um a license plate in its in its teeth. Yeah, and obviously Tom, Thomas Jane swimming towards it to try and obviously get it out. And there's a bit where Samuel Jackson's character sees it because, hey. Get him out the water, <laughs> That's quite a good impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like watching, like, ooh, trying yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah, he was. But then he immediately he says it, and then he immediately goes, oh, actually, it's all right. He's an expert, isn't he? So, yeah, then we see him. I don't understand how this works. So Thomas Jane's character is swimming away, and then he waits to the p- pinnacle moment to, like, turn yeah. around and it, just, like, It looks like in a game, him. in a game where, it, like, that happens, and he goes, tap X! You got tap X really quick. Quick quick time event. You're swimming. (laughs) Tap X. Oh God. Tap square. Oh God. For a second, when he said like a game, I'd gone really old school, and I thought you were talking about like the playground game, grandmother's footsteps, and he wasn't looking. So the shot, and he turns around. Oh, the shot goes. You got me. Uh, Also, we get the impression that no one likes something like Jackson for some reason. I don't really understand. When our when our big boss comes to our office, we don't all go. Oh yeah. We don't like suits. He's funding and the entire thing. Like, you don't... <laughs> but the second he meets anyone, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take on board what you've said to me. 
um, you know, whatever. When you're trying to make a connection, like he seems to be really trying. Yeah, like, he he's tries, like a nice guy. He tries to be nice to, to to the Punisher. He tries to be nice to LL Cool J, and everyone like listens to him and goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, but fuck you though, yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the attitude. Yeah, or something, Jackson. Yeah, but he, he seems like a, seems like a really nice guy. Um, and then they take him down into, um. There's like the one big lift that goes down into welcome to Aquatica moment. And I think it's supposed to be a big grandiose thing, but it's just uh, a large room. Um, just a yeah. large, large room. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's all we get. And then we, we do get a bit where um, Saffron Burrows is kind of like testing one of these sort of um, things she's going to do on the shark to like extract the protein complex out of its brain. Yeah. Like, I'll just have a quick, I'll just have a quick practice on this plastic shark. Yeah. This is what I'll do. Just get in here. It's weird to use that same size thing for the the plastic shark. And the the plastic shark is like an action figure compared to (laughs) (laughs) compared to the real things. Yeah. Uh what time when do we get to see some shots? I'm sure it's around here where I was like, oh, the CG. (laughs) I think (laughs) at this point, isn't it? It's where Thomas Jane has got the the license plate off the shot off that tiger shot they caught, and then he says, "Oh, we'll we'll go and put that up." And then he goes out, and they watch them they watch yeah. them releasing this other shark in with these these three others that immediately eat it, right? Yeah. Wait, were yeah. they not supposed to eat it? Was that not feeding time? No, I did. Did they want to feed the other shark to it? I mean, he seems to he seems to put two and two together pretty quickly. He's like, "Oh." They're like dogs. They only eat other sharks. But yeah. wild dogs don't only eat other dogs. I'm no. not sure where he's getting that from. Yeah. Thomas Jane says a lot of weird things. It's a bit later on he goes, he makes like a weird hyperbolic statement how they're going to take over the world or something. It's like, no, they're, they're not. <laughs> they're stuck in the water. Soon we'll have sharks in every office, <laughs> a, in every city. Yeah. If a shark gets intelligent enough, they'll work out how to use skateboards and yeah. then just scoot Thomas around. Thomas Jane was like talking about how they're going to run for the next presidency or something. They're not that smart, Thomas. <laughs> But um, yeah, because uh, this, this whole film is just a prequel to Street Sharks. Basically, <laughs> sharks sharks get um, get intelligent, become Street Sharks, world ends. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. The, the, the only step they had to make between one and maybe that's maybe that is where Deep Blue Sea Two is going. Yeah. So all they have to take those sharks, make them slightly more radical. And then that's it. We've done it. And, the, and they wear they wear jeans as yeah. well. Street sharks. Yeah. Radic- so, uh, retro is starting to tip into nineties now. That's now classed as retro. So maybe uh, maybe where's maybe they will go all radical with it. Start getting yeah. street sharks going on. Um, yeah, big sunglasses. Yeah. The the reason um, I thought they, they fed it to him is because LL Cool J hears a noise and he goes, "Oh, feeding time!" As he's sort of baking these cakes. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe they did mean to feed that shark to it. Pretty harsh. I don't remember like, this bit happening. I was looking. I was thinking. I was looking at someone else. The ceiling. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they put the tiger shark that they they struggled to get at the start of the film. He ran away. And they were and like, why did no. they put that? Why did he bother getting the license plate out of its teeth if the other sharks were going to eat it? Not like Maybe completely ignored. Yeah, don't, like, don't eat eat the license plate. I don't know. Yeah, but it's bad it, for him. It seems like a lot of effort. Why couldn't they just get some? I don't know. Fish. Yeah. Some fish fingers, or are the only <laughs> the only other sharks, don't they? That's yeah. What he says. Yeah. That's um. You reminded me though, because they cut it with the bit where 
um, LL Cool J is making his cakes, isn't he? And yeah. that was the first thing I thought because I'd forgotten when I was watching it. And I was like, he's on a he's on a like a rig, like aquatic station, and you're yeah. the chef with like you know probably just a couple of scientists and workers. Why are you baking shit tons of cake? <laughs> every every <laughs> time we see him, he's surprise. got like, massive like he has got two massive cakes. No one needs yeah. that much. <laughs> but he's got an abusive bird as well. Yeah. Oh wait! It, I, I know it's because it, coming up is Saffron Burrows' birthday. That's it. That that was that yeah. was a twist that surprised me in the <laughs> that movie. That was a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa! It, you can't throw things like that at me. It should have foreshadowed in the earlier scene, saying, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we're at a meeting the day before my birthday." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the foreshadow when he's making the cakes. You're like, "Well, what yeah. kind of occasion is this for?" Yeah. Got me thinking. Got me thinking, yeah, definitely. And then he like feeds feeds his his parrot like some whipped cream or some shit. Yeah, no wonder it's so badly behaved. So yeah. much sugar in his sugar, diet. That's not high. that's not what yeah. that's not what birds need. Also, when they do have the party later on, why did he just assume that LL Cool J is going to be the bartender? That's not his <laughs> job, is it? He's yeah. the baker. He's the yeah. the, the <laughs> <a> baker. <laughs> I, I only see him baking. I don't see him make any of thing up. He wants to chill out like everyone else. He's just like, oh, can't wait to put my feet up and No, no, get behind the bar, mate. Well, he was he was just standing there, and then uh, Samuel Jackson comes and goes, "I'll take a vodka, neat," and just assumes the other guy's the the bartender. Yeah, yeah, a bit racist. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Uh, at some point, we find out that Samuel Jackson was in uh, an avalanche. An avalanche at some point. It was like it was a, a previous movie or something. Yeah, they yeah, mention it. They mention it two or three times, don't they? Yeah. Oh, hey, maybe only that's... the guy survived the avalanche and the snakes on the plane and the. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, that's the. Big. Maybe this is Deep Blue Sea too. Maybe it's not a, a Street Sharks. Maybe it's in fact a prequel, where Shark, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson is going to be caught in avalanches, and they go, "No more mountains for me. I'm going to the opposite, the Deep Blue Sea. The end." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll live out my days. Yeah. Well, I'll do a really inspirational speech to get everyone. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that. So we get to the point where things start to go wrong. Um, they're doing their Thomas Jane herds. I'm sure this this isn't a real job. Like he goes out and he sort of. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tranquil- tranquilizes the shark. Somehow, the shark must be like floating and heavy. He somehow gets the shark on a platform. Oh, he has to yeah. trick it, doesn't he? Because this yeah. is where you've had a couple of encounters now where they've shown that it's too clever. Old Scoggins has been giving him shit for apparently missing. And he's gone, oh, no, it just took loads to tranquilize it. Yeah. Um, and the sharks have swum backwards because Disposable Scientist 1 says, sharks can't swim backwards, having clearly even, just even seen Sam, them do it. Even Samuel Jackson says, tell me I didn't see that. And you're like... <laughs> Like if I saw a shark swim backwards before, like uh, if I had knew and knew nothing yeah. about this film, I'd just go, "Oh, that shark swam backwards." Nobody knows that sharks don't swim backwards. That's not like a common thing, is it? I, I don't. Like, something I that don't, everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. Come on, don't you know that sharks don't swim backwards? <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I'm never ever given it any. They're they're more alarmed that they saw a shark swim backwards than the thing that Samuel L. Jackson mentions was that they recognised the gun. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just recognised that gun. Shut up about that, mate. He swam backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, uh, they... He tricks it, doesn't he, with his, um, with his air tank. He sends it off. Yeah. And then when it's gone, oh, I've got you, then he, then he shoots it, and then he can bring the... up on the platform into the experiment room. Is this do the sharks eat the CCTV cameras here? Or is that later? Yeah, is that? Yeah, it might be now. Okay, because so uh, he can't see Thomas Jane, so that he goes silent and he might be dead. But then he, he's he's not, and he sort of does his job, does a good herding. Um, they ra- they raise the shark into this platform. Um, bit of a heroic moment for Thomas Jane. They start the operation. Uh, what's the name? She's been practicing with her. It's like big a old needle. Big old needle. Yeah. <laughs> she comes up to it like that. All right, and there we go. <laughs> Straight Gets into his brain the noggin. juice. Yeah. Uh, tastes it. Yeah. And then, um, then what happens? Yeah. Puts on some brain tissue. She gives it yeah. a squirt onto some Alzheimer's brain tissue. Yeah. And it and it jumps up and starts running around <laughs> like Grandpa Joe. Cured! Cured! <laughs> sings that golden ticket song. He's got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so Stalin Skarsgård has been grumpy this entire way through. He's like, finally, I get to have my cigarette. After he has a cigarette, is when he's kind of calmed down and become like a nice guy. Um, and he goes to smoke it, and they say, no, you can't have it. But does it, doesn't he light it? I'm sure he, he has does. it. I was, I was losing it. I was like, you can't smoke in like an underwater lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, There's a really weird bit like just before where he goes to smoke before they do the experiment. And like his girlfriend looks at him in a really weird way. He's like, goes to smoke. And she goes, <laughs> she does like a really over the top like shock face yeah. at the fact that he would smoke. And he goes, oh, rawr. This they... is also the guy who um, is like, it's like when you've told like your kid what you've got for someone for for, for Christmas, and they like give really shit give really shit hints because they've spoke to Samuel L. Jackson at the birthday party about oh no we wouldn't we wouldn't genetically engineer the sharks because uh, yeah. that that's illegal. And then later on, when the shark comes up, Samuel L. Jackson goes, "Oh, all of God's creations," and Skarsgård goes, "Not God's <laughs> <Yeah>. creations." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so then, so then the shark wakes up from a bad dream. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and bites Stellan Skarsgård's arm off. Poor guy. Smoking. 
Yeah, it's like no smoking. <laughs> I do hate it when people smoke as well. Um, yeah. Right in your face as well when you're trying to have a sleep. Right, there's, there's someone vaping on the bus today. Like, is that is that allowed? Well, Just... I think legally you can bite their arm off. Okay, <laughs> bad dream. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, there's the fan. Uh, I think he's bleeding out. Um, they get him in a stretcher, get a helicopter radioed in. Now yep. shit really hits the fan. <laughs> they, they, I love uh, it just as they're going up the lift where we, we get a, a nice bit of dialogue. I said, oh, he should be all right because almost everyone there is a doctor. And um, yeah. it's yeah. just not that kind of doctor, almost <laughs> as if to answer my question. I like how they, uh, so the helicopter comes. They get him on the little rope thing. And they're trying to pull him up. But then they can't, the ring like sort of traps for whatever reason. And then they just decided to dunk him like a rich tea biscuit. <laughs> like a tea yeah. bag. In the, Everyone's in shouting, the pull up, pull up. And I'm just like, what, what? Imagine being Stellan Skarsgård in that moment. Just being dunked <laughs> repeatedly in the shark tank. Horrible, yeah. isn't it? It's quite lucky for him, though, that when they gave him like an oxygen mask, they didn't just give him one that would, you know, just go for his mouth as if you were going to hospital. They give him a respirator that will also <laughs> allow him to breathe underwater. Yeah. They knew. They knew that they possibly yeah. would dunk it. We, we don't need this, but just in case you get dunked, I've they got a real cheap deal on these winches on these helicopters. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, a shark grabs hold of Stellan Skarsgård under the water, pulls the helicopter around or something, um, and then it all explodes. It I just think. crashes into into yeah. like the the sort of um, communications tower or whatever. Yeah. Kills the woman who was working in there. Oh, I think when everyone got to go home, she should have got to go home as well. What did she need to stay for? Well, she had to stay and listen to, oh, what song is it? It's like I can see clearly now the rain has gone. She had to sing yeah. and dance about to that until yeah. a helicopter smashed her. <laughs> smashed her, yeah. That was, I found it quite comical. I know it's a woman dying. But she kind of went, really flew back. Oh, yeah. Just, like a two-second clip of like helicopter. And this lady like um, screams, didn't she? Like Sarah ah! Connor hanging onto the fence, just like getting blasted. Yeah. Into <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, meanwhile, and then we cut, we cut back down. To, yeah. So obviously, when that explosion happens, the lab starts like falling apart. Those are the structures starts falling apart down down in the lab where everyone is. Like uh, ceilings falling down, rubble everywhere. Everyone gets a bit knocked about, don't they? And this is what inspires LL Cool J to think to himself, all these kitchens collapsed and everything's fallen over, probably spoiled the cakes he was making. And he finds the bottle of wine on the on the side, doesn't he? And sort of think, well, this seems like a life or death situation. Best thing to do now is neck a bottle of wine. Do we get a wine down here? Is he yeah. supposed to, because he's called a preacher, is he supposed to be uh, like, you know, teetotal? Uh, not, and then just that, like, shaking about, has made him just yes yeah, pushed him over the edge yeah I think, it, why would he like, have that there anyway is it implied later on like doesn't he mention like oh I tried to be a good husband and a good dad turns out I was shit so has he been rubbish and maybe he's trying to be better which is why he got really yeah. religious yeah pretty read into the, the background <laughs> and the subtext of these deep characters yeah <laughs> um so I he's still now he's drinking but like he's still in his own little world in his kitchen. Um, Downstairs, I don't think the guys know that things have gone that badly just yet, do they? Until 
Samuel Jackson says, "Please, somebody tell me that's not what I think it is." Or, oh, this is this. Is <laughs> I mean, this is my favorite moment of the film. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> this is a good moment. Yeah. So, Stellan Skarsgård is alive. He's floating, and then uh, the shark kind of torpedoes him <laughs> towards the glass. Um, slings him. Slings him. Cobs him. Yeah. <laughs> right uh, into the glass. Yeah. Poor guy. This is maybe the best film containing uh, Stellan Skarsgård being torpedoed that I've ever seen. Uh, so the glass... Well, it's, it's definitely in the top three. Yeah, yeah. So the glass starts to uh, shatter. All comes in. Everyone sort of uh, runs away. And I think this is the, the rest of the film is a lot of this kind of thing. Just to get it to a new le- like level. And then the shark Being washed breaks. away. Yeah, yeah. Um... When did it, so what happens now? So the water's in. They get, they get the water comes in. They, they go from standing right by the glass before it breaks to teleporting about ten foot away, so not immediately washed away. Yeah. They all run about and try and get up to the top again. Do they just get through the door and seal it again at this point? Right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Because um, then they have to look at the map and make their plan before they go and try any more more stuff. I think it's around here that they say. Um, they find out they're like those sharks aren't normal <laughs> they've just torpedoed our mate <laughs> through the glass and then <laughs> yeah. I think this here where they find out where uh, Susan is uh, what did you say I've been making their brains bigger to yeah making their brains juice. bigger because you can't get enough brain juice out otherwise to cure Alzheimer's so I give them massive brains and that gives them so far we know number one the ability to torpedo people <laughs> <laughs> Um, so everyone's like everyone. Although it's, it's, I would say fairly obvious that that was what's happened. Everyone's like, "Oh, bloody hell, Susan!" Everyone's really mad at her. Like, bloody hell, Susan, you knobhead! They should have all known because disposable scientist one, her boyfriend clearly knew because he was trying to give the game away before he got before he got done in. Yeah, and there's no way if he managed to almost blab to Samuel L. Jackson after meeting him for ten minutes. Who knows how long they've been going out before? You could have blabbed to her on the first day. Yeah, yeah. Well, she 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 takes it the worst, doesn't she? Because her husband's been killed by uh, one of these super smart sharks. Um, but she she must know. Like she must know. I'm sure. Saffron. Yeah. This is where Saffron Burroughs gets to say the most, and she's just got she's got the same face throughout the whole film, which is like she's kind of like pouting, but but serious, yeah, and yeah. also kind of shocked by everything it's like, she's like guys I'm trying to save the world from alopecia you yeah. don't understand I'm trying to save the yeah. world from alopecia she's really yeah. sticking to her guns it's always like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm really fucked off with you Saffron for, for getting us all killed well no fuck you because I'm trying to do something really important she's got a very yeah. if, if what she was doing was to do a really like hard face you know I am stone cold bitch number one around here then great work where is where is she from? What what accent is that? Was she's it British, isn't she? Okay. I thought she's. Yeah, I thought what she was, but um, it sounded. You know, sometimes you get um, posh foreigners. <laughs> she had a, posh bit of, foreigners. A, bit, a bit of that going on. Um, she's born. She's born in London, England. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like Neil. <laughs> um, yeah, of course she. Of course she was. She's just a posh foreigner. Uh, so, what what happened there? So. I'm sure. They, I'm sure they just make a plan. They, they go to different parts of the the aquatic uh, water. Yeah, so in. 
isn't their first plan to go and get the submarine and go down and under because they can't possibly climb up. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They fit like take the submersible two at a time up through the water and they'll be all right. It's like, yeah, that's all right. They're gonna survive. It's gonna be fine. Ten minutes will be out. So what happens? A shark breaks the door down. Yeah, a shark comes and smashes the door down and floods where they are. Right. And they all have a I don't think no one else cops it here, do they? They all they all have a run. And this this where Samuel Jackson's that's a little bit oh a little bit that, later okay. that's a little bit later like, oh, I see, it's, I see. it's so right now the door comes down and the next bit they're oh, in yeah, yeah. and this is a recurring theme like a door will come down the next bit will flood yeah. and we showed that happen and then meanwhile on another floor we see another like LL Cool J is going up the stairs and that floods and he gets washed along doesn't he and, and yeah. bashed up is this when his bird gets uh, this is, eating. I think, it's just after this because I think they all get washed away. They start to regroup and chat, and then I think it does the LL Cool J in the kitchen scene, right when um, the shark comes in through the swinging doors. Yeah. He's lost his bird for a while, and then it's just coming back. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact it seems they have quite an abusive relationship, you know, he does want his bird around. He's like, "Come on, Daddy's smiling at you," and then the shark comes up and um, yeah. Daddy, look, look at Daddy's smile. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bit was quite funny. Um, so he doesn't get in the oven yet. He gets in the oven a little bit later, right? Or yeah, it's it's okay. it's around now. I think the scene's chopping between the two. It goes okay. to these guys trying to run about from water, um, and Al um, Cool J yeah. getting ready to get in his oven. Yeah, he, he gets in the oven, uh, and the shark starts. Uh, the shark is super smart. So the shark goes, I'll turn it on. <laughs> Gas <Yeah>. mark free. <laughs> Gas mark free. He likes the taste of human. Um, so he's stuck in there for a bit. Um, starts saying some funny stuff, some funny lines. <laughs> They're like, in his, cooked, he's like, cook, uh, chef cooked in his own oven. Yeah. yeah. And then he, cut, he cuts his way through the, through the oven with an axe. Thankfully, it doesn't make any sparks causing an explosion. That's quite yeah, like yeah, exactly. One of them sparkless, uh, sparkless ones. Yeah, climbs out the oven at the top, jumps out, dives past the shark, and then the shark goes oh, yeah. <laughs> turns around, and it does an amazing throw, doesn't he, with his um, lighter? Doesn't go out, puts his zipper on. Yeah, how does, yeah. It's, surely the zipper must, must be like soaking wet, right? I'm sure it's yeah. been under the. the, yeah, the he is, li- is yeah. literally just been swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he throws it, uh, the shark explodes. He does a, a superhero jump, like a slow motion jump away from the fire as well. Yeah, he gets does, a little bit of a burn. You ate, you ate my bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. What? what um, so now we, go we, back to the, we go back to the other group, and this is where some, every, everyone's kind of losing hope a little bit. They've Samuel gone to where the submarine is. And is there yeah. a reason why it's not going to work? It's just like sort of. It looks, it looks like it's wrecked. So it's yeah. kind of like on its side yeah. and like sparking. You think they'd go and have a look at it to see if it's all right? Meanwhile, Simon L. Jackson's like dipping his toes in the water and just sort of like, uh, why is he standing so close? Why is he sort of paddling yeah. around so they, in it? So they all put on they have costumes wetsuits at this they? point, don't they? Yeah. 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 They yeah. all put on wetsuits and they're kind of all ready to, what, just jump in and swim? Is that what we're going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Disposable scientist lady one says to says to Saffron, um, 
oh, this is your way, isn't it? Yeah, we'd all jump in and swim, just like you'd like us to, you bitch. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> I, I genetically engineered some sharks. I've never been selfish about who's swimming, as <laughs> yeah. far as I can tell. Yeah. So Samuel Jackson's um, Scoggins is like freaking out. He's like, quite rightly, he says, you can't outswim a shark. Like, there's, we're humans aren't fish men. Like, yeah. You watch gonna... me. <laughs> you watch me. He knows yeah. the maths. He even yeah. knows that human can swim this many meters a second. Shark, this many. Look at it. No. Yeah. He's got all the stats. Uh, so, for some reason, Samuel Jackson admits the murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like, this, is a per- this is a perfect time for me to admit to murder just before I'm about to murder you lot. Yeah. I know how to inspire you guys. I killed someone before. <laughs> yeah. We said it was the snow, but it was it was the murders. So listen to me now. Yeah. Otherwise, how many of you are we going to say got killed by sharks who didn't actually get killed by sharks? Um, you got killed by me because you were fucking about when you're supposed to be listening. So this part is actually, you know, the music's swelling. It actually feels kind of inspiring. Uh, did you see? Well, you saw this in the cinema, Andy. Did you scream? Um, I don't think I screamed. Maybe it's been spoiled. I remember it yeah. like got a huge laugh in the cinema when we were watching it because it is. It's a genuine surprise, isn't it? I lived yeah, in Tampa, yeah. mate. It was. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a different different class of folks. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's it's a big surprise, right? I think this is the same as the director knowing some some cliches of like classic horror films. This is why like the teenagers in the beginning don't get eaten. Yeah, the inspiring the inspiring speech. I would say second only to Independence Day. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it ends very abruptly with him being uh, with now very sadly awful CGI getting like snatched by a giant shark <laughs> and getting a like the thing about the when people die in this, even though it's CG, I'm I'm able to suspend my disbelief enough to believe that that's them. <laughs> And they get properly yeah. torn apart, like every single time they sort of like uh, just rip them in shows two. Get, so, get, the shows yeah. are getting like chewed up. Also, this is a bit where a shark jumps out of like a pool, grabs yeah. Samuel Jackson, and goes back. Goes there's back. a bit. There's a bit soon where Saffron Burrows is hiding from a shark, standing on a table. Yeah. In a flooded room. Yeah. This sh- these sharks can jump out of water. I mean, what's going on? Maybe yeah. that's one of the because um, there are. Oh, they mentioned it's like two generation one sharks and one oh, generation yeah. two. Yeah, Maybe yeah. the generation two torpedoing and improvement two jumping a little bit out the water. Number one's just torpedoing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the abilities. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, the guys are like, okay, well, I guess we're going this other way. If we open the, there's like, like ladders that go all the way to the top. But you can't open the door because it's pressurizing that room. And if you open the door, all the water's just going to shoot up um, and fill the room. Um, I don't understand how that ladder would be, you know, useful in any sense of the word, then, because you can't open any doors. But they go, "We're not going to swim." So Scoggins is like, "Open the door." The water pours in. They start climbing. Around this time, it's like we've got too many characters now. We need to <laughs> start. <laughs> Start filling them down. See, this uh, is the bit I enjoy them. as well. Like just before the the terrible accident happens, um, Thomas Jane sort of says, "Oh, okay, well, the water's coming up, and we can see the sharks swimming around at the bottom." Yeah. Um, this this other floor isn't quite flooded, so if I open the door, 
then the water will go in and we'll have longer to climb. So he goes and does that. But then everyone else literally stands still on the ladder and yeah. watches him. <laughs> also, that room was pretty full of water. I thought it seemed to rise the uh, water pretty quickly. Yeah, loads of water comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as they go up the ladder, the ladder sort of uh, the falls away. It's the perfect like shape to sort of get caught like that. So horizontally, yeah, you couldn't have you couldn't have you couldn't have done that. Yeah, on purpose, could you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember her name now. The, the just... ja- Janice, I think her name is short, short blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. She she falls in the water, so it's giving it the old. I don't want to die. Someone save me. And then she yeah. sinks underwater, and you're like, oh, what's happened? And then yeah. she comes out heroically, but she's in being eaten by a shark. Yeah, yeah, just in a shark. It's like when you in a shark when you see people in Florida like riding on dolphins' bottle noses. They sort of ride out, but she's being like eaten at the same time. Um, so she dies. That's her done. Yeah. Um, and the rest of them are about to die because they can't reach the top. And then finally, <laughs> finally, the story sort of come together, and LL Cool J just happens to be there. Heroically pulls them up, doesn't he? Because like, the others have given up. No one's tried getting anyone's shoulders. They say to Scoggins, have, um, "Is there a way up?" He goes, "Nah, it's too high." And because <laughs> too high, it's all over. And he's yeah. defined it early in the story, doesn't he? he? Says, "Oh, you trust me?" And why is that? Because I'm trustworthy. So now we know. If he says something, yeah, don't go against it. That's, that's how it is. Should we not just like, reach? No, don't. Can we not try really hard to climb? No, I've said it's too high. <laughs> I've done the math. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Um, we don't actually see them get up. We, we just, it, it does like a little smash cut to the next, like 10 minutes later. And they're sort of wheeling in the, uh, the tired load of sheets together or something that they all climbed up on. Oh, yeah. And then He's the door right. sort of goes. <laughs> yeah. Good job that the water slowed down coming up while he got all those sheets and knotted them together. So, <laughs> so what happens here? Because I got confused. Because, um, they're basically out, right? But then... They've got to go up one more floor. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy Scoggins says, oh, if we go and switch on these pumps, then we'll be able to pump the water out of one stairwell, which we'll be able to climb up to the top with. Okay. So then Thomas Jane and Scoggins go to do that. Yeah, they go. They have they have a little heart to heart in the thing first. He has a chat with um, you, my boy Scoggins. Um, there's a lot of that kind of. Uh... Yeah, so like we are best mates, so we yeah. will go and <laughs> we are going to be best mates. But he didn't even worry. The best mates, but he didn't even worry about him when, when everything's going on. No one get when they're ready to get into the submarine. No one yeah. goes. What about LL? Yeah. yeah. No one says anything. No one goes. Well, what's Preach doing? Where is he? Hope yeah. he's all right. We got to get down to him. They don't care. They're ready to abandon him. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but now they're all together. They um quickly abandon him again don't they because best mates the punisher and scoggins go off to deal with a generator yeah and say um preach you stay here with the scientist lady and um she immediately goes right i'm fucking off yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go and get my research another bad and, another bad decision from from susan yeah. yeah susan says i'm off to get my research because otherwise everyone will have died and it'll be a waste and preach yeah. points out very aptly that Many, if not all, deaths are a waste. Yeah, gives us a little, nice. give, gives her a little something to think about while she's going off. And then he starts vlogging. Yeah, <laughs> it's another one of my favorite bits. It's like about how to make an omelet. omelet. Yeah, many people add milk. This is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who does that? Yeah, 
I know amateurs. I I used to until I realised it was a mistake. You'd watch Deeply Sea yesterday when I watched this film. Like, oh fuck! What have I been doing with my life? Uh, so unfortunately, Scoggins is not long for the world because uh, they go and turn some electrics on or something. Before the, before he eats him, it has another one of my favourite bits. They're all swimming together and they're going to turn the electrics on, and they see old Skarsgård. He's dead now. He hasn't been eaten. He's just still floating about on the yeah on the stretcher, isn't he? And Thomas Jane sees him under the water and has to swim to the surface to scream because he's been <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's been given quite a fright, and he swims to some yeah. guy goes, ah! <laughs> he holds the screaming. Yeah. yeah, is this the bit where he's he like, it looks like his head's going to yeah. get stuck in the thing? Yeah, he puts his head up in the pipes and screams, and then Scoggins comes up because I thought you were coming back for me. And he goes, No, I've just come up here to scream. <laughs> just, just come up here to have a quick scream. Yeah, is it okay? Now we'll go together like best friends should, and they go and put the power on, but then he gets, and then Scoggins. Um, eat shit, doesn't he? he gets uh, eaten. We'll probably see it happen again it, it, in the bad CG way, but he probably gets mauled. Um, and then Tommy Chan goes back, and I'm sure at some point when they say, What about Scoggins? and they do the very cliche, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of this, I swear. There's a few moments where people don't do that. People like, don't like someone, two people go off, one person comes back. Mm. I swear there's a point where Elo Cordy doesn't say anything, he just kind of assumes. Oh, they're probably dead. Oh, on your own, are you? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, where's Susan? And she went, ah, classic Susan. And uh, she's gone off again. To, she's she's got some more trouble, yeah. Gone off again to be selfish. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't go with her. I figured um, leave her to it. Yeah. Because no one would do <laughs> Thomas Jane's like, oh, fucking Susan again. So he goes to save her. Uh, she uh, has gone to get the research. He gets given a fright by the action figure, which is floating around. <laughs> yeah. If I was going into that room, that's the first thing I'd think of. Remember, there's that figure yeah. in here, action figure. Don't yeah. get scared by it, whatever you do. Yeah, never live that down. She she does a little dance on a table to get away from it. Um, yeah, so the way she does dispose of this shark, she um, puts a wetsuit in a pile underneath her feet, and then she kind of electrocutes the the water. Would that uh, would that not let you hit? Because would a soaking wet wetsuit yeah. effectively ground you from being electrocuted on the top um, of like a bed? Like it's on the water as well, isn't it? Or it's in the water or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on a table on a wetsuit yeah, before you work like a mains cable, which is just attached to the wall of your bedroom. Yeah, into the yeah. into the water. But now, I'm. I've said this before. I'm not Scoggins. I'm, I don't claim to be. <laughs> But pretty sure if your wetsuit is soaking wet, it'll still conduct electricity. Doesn't matter how much rubber it's made out of. Yeah, because it's just as as long as water is touching more water, it will just yeah, travel like through. The, the water but is plot. conducting electricity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, um, it doesn't hurt her for whatever reason. The shark gets electrocuted and then dies. And then there's one there's one shark left now. Um, Thomas Jane. I don't think he does save her. I think she saves herself, and he says, oh, "Just she just rocks him." Says, "Oh yeah, I've got, I've, I've got the research. I killed that shark." The research. I'm fine, guys. Don't worry about me. And then... don't worry about me. I'm definitely surviving to the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then they go up to the, they make it up to the roof, up to the, um, 
ground level. They, they have to shoot. They have to shoot themselves up, don't they? Because for some reason the plan. Oh yeah. They, yeah. They're going to have to go through the water. So they use Thomas Jane's plan from earlier when they set off all those air tanks. Yeah. And then they they head up and LL Cool J does like a cool little prayer, doesn't he? He talks about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Carrying a big stick and being the baddest motherfucker and yeah, doing all doing all this stuff. And then they they all say amen while the water goes. And then just when when the water's still about up to shoulder height, Thomas Jane says, "Right, take a breath now." I've like, <laughs> <laughs> got about yeah, another yeah. minute. <laughs> take a breath on three. They're like red you face by the time it gets to the chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So then they they swim up the, the sharks. Go for the bait. Um, doesn't get them. Uh, and they're, they're, they're up on the side, and then they realise that was the shark's plan all along. Because then Thomas Jane points out, like, ah, oh, they've been using this to flood the thing because this bit of fence isn't titanium, is it? This is only steel. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. How would the a shark, shark know? I mean, no, it's a bit smarter, but it's not going to like know facts about <laughs> it's been reading like the structural <laughs> like the blueprints yeah Either i'll just listen into uh an informative podcast that that yeah. scoggins puts out about the structural integrity and makeup of inside any, aquatica. Of the shark yeah. prison yeah inside aquatica by <laughs> mark scoggins yeah i wish there was a bit at the end of this film where uh the shark you know when uh it's got what's his name but in the foot you know the end of Planet of the Apes, where Caesar says a word. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was a bit at the end where the shark said something that was like half half a word, where you weren't quite sure. Yeah. Or like that bit in them, um, that bit in like Jurassic Park um, three, where it's a dream, and yeah. there's a there's Alan. a rat. Hello, Alan. Alan. <laughs> Alan. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So it attacks it. The shark gets out of Cool J, but he uses the power of Christ and. And a big Compelled sharp, <laughs> sharp uh, stabbing him in the, the eye, eye. With, some, with some Jesus, doesn't he? Gives him some Jesus right in the eye, lets him yeah. go. Then it's like then it's try- trying to escape, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Then it's trying to escape. So obviously Thomas Jane is like, I'm sorry, Saffron Burrows, like, we can't let it escape because it's going to go and cause havoc out there in the world. It's going to go and then become a street this shark. Bit's a bit, <laughs> this bit's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Well, it's a... What we know earlier, so the woman, Saffron, is supposed to be the main character. He's supposed to survive all the way through. Did they just film this afterwards and like, well, people didn't like your character, so you have to die? Uh, I, I think this is the same as they, they're going against the conventions, aren't they? Because um, they did it with the kids at the beginning. They did it with old um, LL Cool J even says, like, oh, I'm never going to survive anything like this. But uh, he's he's doing all right for himself. So yeah. I'm not sure. Is it a choice because they re- they reduced the character? They, do you reckon they decided to also kill her as well, or do you think she was always going to die? Well, I read that she survived in the original cut. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. Um, decided to cop it as well. All right. <laughs> yeah. So maybe she made it out, and they just thought because there's a point where she gets in the water, and then the shark comes, and it's all CG from that point, and it rips her to shreds. Um, I was actually genuinely surprised at that bit. Um, but if there was another cut, they might have had another shot that didn't use of her getting away and sort of climbing out. Yeah, they. I I thought at first, like, okay, she she's just sacrificing herself and she intends to die because she gives herself a really nasty cut on the hand, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. Not the rustiest thing she can find. 
definitely and got tetanus if you if you make jumps, it out. Jumps into the water and sort of swims towards the shark. And I, you think, oh, just just sacrificing herself. But then she does try and get out, but not until the shark's about two meters away from her. She's like, oh, get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Waits for it to get there and goes, gotcha, I'm getting out. The handle, <laughs> the handle breaks, so she can't yeah. climb. And then um, it's over. And but, she just uh, gets eaten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mold, and then um, so it ends with Thomas Jane doing his special maneuver. Yeah, he gets his combo buttons in, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks so much like, like a yeah, special move on um, on a game. Uh, and then uh, LL Cool J harpoons him in the leg through the shark fin. Yep, it's all connected to some sort a of battery, battery, <laughs> some dynamite or something. Um, and then it and it explodes. And uh, so, yeah, so we end the film. We started the film with Samuel L. Jackson and his pet white man. And then we end with uh, L.L. Cool J and Thomas Jane, the start of their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's going to be awkward because are they going to be best friends? Because Goggins was his best friend until quite recently. I think they'll move in together. And then about a month later, like, this isn't really working. <laughs> Yeah, it was a high-pressure like situation when we got together. We yeah. haven't actually got that much in common. You don't talk to <laughs> me, Thomas Jane. You're only grunt. You don't tell me when you've got a problem. <laughs> I'm having PT- PTSD day. every time one of them has a bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, we get a great end credit song now, don't we? LL Cool J's Deepest Bluest. Uh, my hat is like a shark's fin, is one of them. I'll just read out some of the lyrics briefly. Yeah, yeah. Please do. <laughs> so, man-made terror, hungry jewels of death. You don't, you don't cross paths, cross my depths. I'll pause your breaths. I'll cause you to sink down forty thousand leagues, bleed into death with no arms and short sleeves. My world's deep blue, killers gotta eat too. Looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracudas ain't equal to a half-human predator created by a needle. <laughs> I like it. It's quite good. Very poetic. <laughs> I like how they were like, well, Will Smith's been doing pretty good as uh, you know the quippy black guy who raps the theme song at the end. Yep. Let's get LL Cool J to do that. I want, I want to get, get on board with this. Yeah. Um, just before the song starts, isn't LL Cool J's last line of the song, oh, geez, I, I missed the ghetto. And it's like, well, yeah. Dis, <laughs> d- despite its, you know, the, the evident socioeconomic problems of living in an underprivileged area, most areas <laughs> safe on dry land are going to be better than yeah. being eaten by a shark. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent. Thomas Jane's just going to go back to prison or whatever. Oh yeah, because that job is the condition. We never covered this, did we? It didn't, doesn't he? Mean- I'm not sure if he's joking or not. It's a condition yeah. of his parole to, because he used to be to a be a shark wrangler. He used to like... smuggle and said, "Right, you're going to use your swimming and going for shipwrecks for good. Yeah. You're going to wrangle sharks. <laughs> otherwise, back to prison." And he's like, "Isn't that like incredibly oh, dangerous? Am I not going to die? Well, you're pretty good at swimming, though." <laughs> yeah. How fast can you tap the X button? Pretty fast. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so should we jump into some trivia? Hi. Uh, okay. Yeah, ready. Well, the first one, we've already kind of blown out of water. In the original cut of the movie, Susan made it out alive, true or false? That is true, isn't it? That is true. true. It is true, yeah. Um, okay, number two. For one scene, Thomas Jane had to actually swim alongside a real-life shark. True or false? Cool. How would you? How can you like make the shark go a certain way? Unless it's bait. False. 
Want to mix it up and go true? Uh, yes, true. He was only oh. allowed to shoot that scene once he, he was contractually only allowed to shoot that scene after he'd shot all the other scenes, just in case. Just in oh case that God. one went bad, yeah. I'd just be like, no. If that's something yeah. that you're writing into my contract, no. <laughs> Why Did it say you... what type of shark? Was it an action figure shark? I think it uh, didn't say. It did say real life shark. So, I don't know. A nice shark, maybe. I don't know. A nice one. Yeah. Uh, okay, number three. Uh, the three sharks are killed in the same ways as the three sharks in Jaws, Jaws 2, and Jaws 3D. True or false? Um... False. False. Well, it's the internet says true. The internet says oh. the first one is blown up, like in Jaws. The second one is electrocuted, like in Jaws 2. And the third one is incinerated, it says, which I guess just means really that's blown a, up. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's a stretch. That's, that's loose, the internet, because it's electrocuted, I'll give you. Yeah. But the first one, it should be compressed air. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like a, it's an air can. And the third one should be... Is it a grenade? I don't know. I didn't understand how it works. A grenade in Jaws 3, I think. Okay. Oh. But would you class it as being incinerated? No, exploded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you got this question wrong, <laughs> but, but you might be right. So it's uh, you know, a bit of both. Um, it's the moral victory. Yeah. Uh, number four, uh, to get into character, Thomas Jane bleached his hair uh, with bleach that contained actual shark urine. True or false? I don't want to. I don't want to go for three falsies, but false. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna join Ben on the false this time. So that just gives me a feeling that that was false. It was just some bullshit I made up. Um, <laughs> the last one. Can you guess the body count in the film? Oh God! One, two, three. Closest answer yeah. wins. Nine. That's a guess. I'm gonna go six. It was nine. Four, oh. four by shark attack. Oh, four, shit. four by explosion and one by drowning. Oh, there's a bonus oh. point. Ten if the you bird. include the bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sound the bird. Well, well, there are two different. All two lives different birds as well in there, apparently. Eleven if you include the tiger shark. Oh. Yeah, but it says nine. It's the actual number is nine. Um, okay, um, that's that. Well done. I don't know what the scores were. I think you did all right. Yeah. We need to grade the film, though. Oh. I, put, um, I, I went... Well, you know, I was thinking, how does it compare to cat people? So... Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you're going to say not as favourably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Andy, you've got a, got a grade for us? Um, it's really tough, because if you compare it to the rest of the list, like horror films that are genuinely you know cream of the crop stuff it's hard to say and compare a film like this which is in many objective ways quite bad but but i do enjoy it an awful lot like i could sit down and and watch this quite regularly because it's just stupid and fun um for the sake of some type of consistency i will give it a i'll give it a, a c plus Okay, okay. What do you reckon, Ben? But in my yeah, heart, it's like an maybe, eight. <laughs> yeah, I reckon I might go slightly higher just because, as I said, I would sit down and watch this whenever it's on TV. 
and not many films kind of grab me like that. So, I mean, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a lot of fun. I like shark films. B minus. Wow, that is pretty high. Um, well, I, I was when I when we when we said we we're gonna watch this, I was like, oh, it's gonna be a D or something. But I had a lot of fun with it, and um, yeah, I was gonna give it a C minus. <laughs> a C minus. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's see. Whoa. Andy, I think you're joining us for the next one as well, right? You gonna yeah, if you, guys, if you guys are going to round off a, another trilogy, I'll come and join you for Freddy. Yeah. Old Fredwood. Uh, I think it's number 13 on the list. Maybe 11. I might be getting that completely wrong. Um, we're, we're nearing the top 10 anyway. And the next one is A Nightmare on Elm Street, which, surprise, wasn't in the top 10 of all time. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I've not seen it for five years or something like that. Oh, God. Good memory. <laughs> I might be completely I'm not wrong. Seen it in a while, I mean, yeah. Uh... yeah. I have to do a correction next week. Sorry, guys, I've done the maths. It was five years, three months. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Andy, have you, have you been on the show a few times? Um, we don't generally like plug stuff, you know, that we're working on, but you have got something very horror related. So, for it, if you wanted to, uh, if you yeah, feel free to abs- plug something. Absolutely. Um, yes. So. Um, uh, on the day of recording, we just dropped a trailer for um, one of the stories in our first horror comic anthology that we're putting out. Um, rather than describe it, if you're interested, that sounds like it's uh, your cup of tea, then um, check it out. Follow us at, at Tord Comics on Twitter. You can see the video and everything on there. So, um, I mean, you guys have seen it, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I took no, it myself. Yeah. yeah, man. We'll big you up. It is very good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm interested. Like, I'm looking forward to it being finished. Well, we're we're just about done now. We've just got some supplementary pages to write up, and then um, hit on the hit on the Kickstarter for a little bit of printing money, and then be in everyone's hands. There, there is a character called Mister Business. Is that right? Oh yeah, um, Chris Business Foster, who is Business Foster, named yeah. after. And despite the fact that we didn't send a picture to the artist, looks exactly like my friend's older brother. Because he is also the inspiration for it. Because he's like, when we were growing up as teenagers, he was like a young adult and he had an office job and had like a shiny suit and everything like that. So um, just from the character description, it came back. And I had him in mind when I wrote it because I named it after him. Um, his, name was, looks ex- his name was Chris Business Foster. Yeah, his name is Chris Foster. But um, oh, wow. I'm, I'm not sure if his middle name is Business. I mean, it should be. Might be. <laughs> yeah. Might be might be something else, might be Jacob, might be Sam, who knows? Or business. Might be business. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, go go follow at Horde Comics on Twitter um to check all that cool stuff out. Um okay, so the show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Uh become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Thanks to Kobach Cowman for our theme music, thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a rating and review in iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. And, uh, Thank you. Thanks. This is the Cheers. longest episode we've done, I think. It's like an hour and a half long. Quality film. Jeez. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.